Hey guys, and welcome to Lovecast, the boys love podcast, where we talk about everything related to boys love. I'm your host, Pixie, and with me are my co-hosts, Alexa and Coco. Hi. Hey, everyone. So I just wanted to start this episode by explaining a little mishap I had earlier in the week. Like the dumbest person on earth, I didn't watch where I was walking in the new snow that came. And I ended up on like a slippery ice patch. And my hand was in my pocket and I landed on that hand and it broke. (laughs) (laughs) So my like across almost my entire wrist, there is like this really, yeah, deep breakage, whatever. So I had to spend my entire day in the hospital and just get everything settled and into place. And now I have a cast. Poor Pixie. Yeah, on my right hand. So that means that I can't do anything. Oh my god. Yeah, it's really annoying because I literally, I I can't even like sign my own name (laughs) when I was at the hospital. God bless you. It's been such a pain. And because of this, I can't edit any of our shows or anything like that. So I asked my editor, the guy who edits my audiobooks, to take over the editing for the podcast too while I'm down for the count. (laughs) So everyone needs to thank Alex for being such an amazing editor and helping out. Hey, thank you, Alex. Alex. (laughs) So yeah, Today, we're going to jump right into it. We're going to discuss our favorite ships to start. And I thought that Alexa can start it off. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I wonder who she'll see. <laughs> I don't know, guys. Do I have a favorite ship? Good question. Anyone, honestly, anyone who has listened to even a single episode of this podcast or has talked to me in any capacity knows that I'm a huge Maxwell stan. They are like two of my favorite people. I think I've been a fan of them. I think I watched Together With Me in 2017. So going on four years of like being a Maxwell fan. So those are my boys. I love their friendship. I love how easy they are with each other, how much fun they have together. They just like, they always bring a smile to my face and I could spend a lot of time talking about why I like them, but I'm sure everyone who has heard me talk about them before already knows like all of those reasons. So yeah, those Mm -hmm. are are my favorite boys, my two boys. Two boys. Do you have any other ships that you kind of like? Yeah, there's a lot that... I like a lot of people. I really like Ohm Fluke. Yes. Honestly, like every pairing in together with me, not together with me, until we meet again. Mm. I just enjoy yeah. the dynamic of all three of those pairings. Ohm Fluke, Boon Prem, and then Cow Earth. I loved seeing the cast together. I loved all the pairing interactions. I thought they were all really fun. I like Offgun a lot. They're one of the, you know, OG GMM TV pairings and I think honestly one of the strongest ones at this point because they still got a series coming out even this year 
So they're mm-hmm. another fave of mine. And then there's just a lot that I like casually that I don't really follow as closely, but I would say those are probably my my main ones that I really keep up with. Mm-hmm. Coco? I would say Mew Golf, but it's kind of like sliding a little. Okay, yeah. It's mostly like, I know it's probably bad to say, but I mostly li- like Mew out of it. Like, I'm not there for the ship. I'm just there for Mew. <laughs> Golf just comes with him. Yeah, like, it's fine. It's just a piece of bit on the side. But I I just like everyone, really. I love Omfluke and Boon Prem and everyone like that. Like, Until We Meet Again is pretty much the same for me. I love all the parents from there. Mm-hmm. I love Kauna and Table. I love them. Oh, yeah. They're so cute. <laughs> like, if I'm on Instagram and I look at the story, I'm like, well, they're going to be together. So mm-hmm. <laughs> where one goes, the other follows. <laughs> yeah, you're pretty excited about the yeah. new show. Yeah, Love Stage. Yeah. I don't know much about Kavanaugh and Turbo. I know, don't know much about the story, just about them. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm the opposite. I know Love Stage is like one of my favorite yaois manga. It's great. It's old, but it's great. So I'm super excited about like the show in itself. And I'm kind of excited that Kavanaugh and Turbo are the ones that are getting it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they need something. Like, because we were meant to have my umbrella, but then that got cancelled. Mm. So then I was just like, I need my fill. Like, I need a drama with them in. But I just like pretty much like everyone. I don't have like, besides that, there's not like a, like I like Kim Cop there. Like they get higher and higher. Yeah. yeah. I love them too. <laughs> Kim Cop were like one of my OG pairings. And then I kind of fell off from them. And then watching Gen Y has just kind of brought all of my love for yes. the past. Mm, and I've recently just definitely. been like stalking their hashtags and everything like that. <laughs> yeah, I agree. For me, like I've said it before, I don't really have a favorite ship. I more like the actors than their pairings. Like I, yeah. I like a pairing, but I don't have like the need to see them together in everything like I like it when they're together in something but I wouldn't mind seeing them with other couples or like yeah so for me Kim Cop is probably the the one where I'm really like invested in both of them Mm, yeah like I really like both of them so but with other couples like with Bound and Prem I like Bound more yeah, say, you and I like them. <laughs> and like with Jeff and gameplay, you're just there for Jeff. Yeah, I'm so there for <laughs> Jeff. <laughs> and like gameplay is cute too, but I'm just not as invested in right. him like I'm in Jeff. And with C and Saint, <laughs> that's the same thing. I'm not that invested in Saint. I'm, no. I'm sorry. I know a lot of people really, really, really go die hard for Saint, but He's just not my cup of tea. <laughs> he is just beautiful, though. Like, yeah. come on. Mm. Stunning. Yes. And then half-naked Instagram oh, live. All the time. <laughs> I see me without a shirt more than I see him with a shirt on, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And even when he's got a shirt on, it's half-buttoned up, so you might as well not wear it. 
like the Mundi boys, they are basically yeah. half naked all, all the time. time. <laughs> I mean, I did get they it. see the new video of all the Domundi boys and it's like all of them are like half naked <laughs> what? Well, that is every Domundi video out there is all of them half naked in some kind of bath <laughs> or something <laughs> but they all look really great though so I'm not complaining so on the more controversial front are there any ships that you guys steer away from or are not a fan of Coco, I know there's one for you, but I'll let you say it. <laughs> it's not that I don't like them as people. I like them as yeah. people, just I'm not bothered about the sh- as bright wind. I'm so <laughs> sorry, don't come for me. <laughs> but I like wind. I like, like, bright has got one of them constipated facial expressions <laughs> and... I just, I'm there for win. Like, I'm not yeah. actually there for any of them, but if I had to choose... Wins, <laughs> win. <laughs> yeah, it's just that I don't know. I just, I think it's because, like, everyone was, like, so up, like, really, whenever I went on Twitter or anything, it was, like, so much yeah. about them that I was just, like, mm-hmm. I've seen so much that I'm just, like, okay, goodbye. I've had no see any more. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm on the other side of that one. I'm all there for Bright, <laughs> but not for Win. I mean, Win is cute and all, but like Bright, he's just my ideal type. I'm just gonna say. It. <laughs> so, so I'm all there for Bright, but yeah, I like Bright Win. I'm not like, I do agree that like Bright Win stands. You know, I'm not gonna say anything incriminating because I don't want anyone to come for me, but. <laughs> they are very vocal, and mm. I think that that can sometimes be off-putting for people who are not as invested or are still trying to learn about a pairing. Mm. There's been a lot of drama that's gone down in, in various forms, and I think as much as I enjoyed them in Together, and I do like seeing them a lot together, and I I like their friendship, I do think that that can be a bit off-putting at times when I know that happens with any group or pairing or show that gets like a really big fandom there's always going to be those bad seeds that are louder than everyone Mm -hmm. else in the fandom honestly yeah one that i'm not gonna say i'm not a huge fan of but they just never did much for me tainu i i blanked on their ship name for a second polka and tainu and i think maybe it's because i did watch dark blue kiss but I never watched Kiss Me Again, and I hadn't watched a lot of, like, the variety stuff they'd been in. But I saw Tay in Three Will Be Free before I saw him in Dark Blue Kiss. And so I'm a really big fan of Tay, and I really love Three Will Be Free. But I don't like a lot of stuff that New has done. Mm. And we've all, we all are aware of some of, like, his controversies that he's had recently with mm-hmm. things that he's said. And I think that's kind of off-putting for me. So... I'm much more inclined to see Tay with other people within GMMTV, like Gunn or Joss mm. or someone along those lines than I would seeing him with New. So, and that's one of like the GMMTV big three. So, you know, kind of controversial to say that, but yeah, they're just not, I, I don't get anything from seeing them together, really. Yeah, I'm the same about Tay and Yui. Yeah. It's like the one couple that, or like pairing that I just, I just don't like, like flat out because of Nui. And it's just his presence online is just off putting. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
the controversies of what he's been saying and like the how he's not getting involved in stuff uh, that he should probably have involved himself in like when they did the whole round with uh, gay marriage oh yeah on social media and every one of the like bl actors were sharing this and like getting people to see it like they were gonna they had this whole uh, vote for if they're right. they were gonna make it legal in thailand to marry when you're gay and he didn't share anything we made a list of all yeah <laughs> We put everyone on probation until they like said something about it. Yeah, yeah, because like was a really telling thing if they didn't support this that they're actually not in the industry to actually support gay rights. They're just kind of there for the money. And he was like almost only one who didn't post anything. Yeah. 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 And I do think Mm. He has been separating himself from GMMTV as a whole lately. Mm. And I don't know if that plays into it. Like if he's trying to separate himself from being tied down to a BL pairing. I know that him and Tay, you know, still spend time together in mm. real life. And, you know, we've seen some instances of them hanging out as friends. But I wonder if he's trying to separate himself from the title of a BL actor, which like I get to an extent, but also if mm. you've like made your whole career off of playing an LGBT character, the least you can do is use your platform yeah. to advocate for the actual rights of LGBT people in real life that are like mm. being affected by potential rulings and votes and stuff like that. Yeah. And what really makes me kind of sad too, is that there are these diehard fans who just kind of make up excuses mm -hmm. for whoever they like because they're such big fans that they'll like instead of waiting for message from the actor themselves they are kind of like just making up a narrative right. of how the actor that they don't know personally and must be feeling because they feel like they know them even yeah. though they're just a fan and I hate it when that happens. It's just like, can the actor talk for themselves? Don't, yeah. don't make excuses for them or whatever. Yeah. It's at the end of the day, they might be famous, but they're still human beings. Yeah. And they should ask decently. And they're adults too. <laughs> they don't need to be baited yeah, exactly. by their fans. <laughs> yes, they should be held accountable for what they do and what they say. And even you can say that okay the message they put out someone might have misunderstood but it's not the fans job to tell people they misunderstood the message exactly. because it wasn't their message they don't know what the message was meant as right exactly. so it should be the actor who kind of goes out and okay i didn't mean that i meant that right so yeah and at the end of the day even if your intentions were different if a certain group of people were hurt by your words or the way you said something i think that still mm -hmm. merits an apology mm -hmm. because that group of people that was in infected by your words is interpreting it a certain way and a way that's hurtful to them and sure maybe that wasn't your intention but that's how a large group of people are reading it and i think that mm -hmm. is still worthy of owning up to that and apologizing for it yeah like 
the situation with the title and yeah. Earth. Yeah. And they were doing this competition thing where they were going to guess who were who from some pictures. And when it was Earth uh, time, they title said that he should look at dick pics. Uh-huh. Because he's like the only openly gay member of the cast. Oh, I hated that so much. And Title went on Twitter and said he was sorry if someone misunderstood, but he didn't say dick. He said male genital. So if that that made it all better. Mm-hmm. And like that's the same thing. <laughs> yeah, and the fans are like, oh, it's okay. Yeah, and it's not. He still yeah. said the word. And and fans were writing things like under his post on Twitter that thank you for apologizing. <laughs> and just that wasn't an apology at all. Clearly, he didn't understand what he did. Yeah, when Newey did that, the like that thing that he did when he was it when he was on webcam or something, he just pretended to be disabled, mm-hmm. and he didn't even apologize. He just said like. I'm sorry you're offended. Yeah, like mm-hmm. I'm sorry you misunderstood or or something like yeah. that. It wasn't even a proper apology. It's like, see, I'm not even sorry. I'm just sorry that you got found out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that it came, got brought up again. Yeah, that that was just like... Ugh. Like, I'm all for people not being overly sensitive, but some stuff is not... You're not talking about being overly sensitive here. It's like really bad things like pretending to be like disabled is how would a disabled person feel when they saw that yeah, right especially if they were a fan of him yeah like i work and look after people with disabilities and i think it is absolutely disgusting that someone would take the make like take the make fun out of someone like that mm. like you wouldn't want to be it at yourself so don't take make fun of someone like that mm-hmm so I just I think it, I think yeah, I'm agree. more upset about that because I feel so strongly about it. Mm-hmm. But it's mm-hmm. like if we did it, and when normal people, no celebrities, we would get hate so much. But because mm-hmm. it's a celebrity, it should not be just like brushed aside. Yeah, he's got like a huge fandom. Like a lot of people follow him, and if we just collectively say that, oh, it's okay that he did that, then like, what are people gonna think? You have a responsibility when you have such a huge platform. Exactly. And you have fans that are really, some might be young and some might be old and you've got to educate them. Yeah. That things are not the right thing, like when things are not meant to be done, like what not to do. Mm -hmm. Like when we talk about like fandoms and stuff like that, like across all, a lot of stuff like K-pop and anime and all that. You have fandoms that are really toxic. Yeah. And yeah, I don't want to speak, generalize it too much because, okay, it's usually it's just like the most vocal minority, mm-hmm. but it's the ones that are getting the most attention, right? So it feels like the whole fandom gets like a bad reputation because of these few people who are just toxic as hell. Yeah. Do you guys have like any experiences with some fandoms or some fandoms that you've experienced that's been like really bad or I don't know if there's like an overall fandom that has been like particularly for one ship that sticks out as being very bad. We did kind of talk about mm-hmm. Brightwind fans a little bit earlier. I I do think they're mm-hmm. one of the ones that 
can be a bit off-putting at times Mm. with just how vocal they are about certain situations and they are one of those there are a lot of people in there who are kind of like my ship is the best every other ship is nothing Mm. and you know there's people like that in every fandom especially with the big ships that are kind of at the forefront of the industry and maybe it's just because I follow a lot more people who are involved with Brightwin on social media so I see it a lot more but I feel like every time I log on to Twitter or something like that, there's always some kind of drama going on there. And I'm mm. just like, I'm kind of glad I'm not super involved in that fandom because I just don't, I don't have, I'm too old to be involved in fandom drama. Like I'm, yeah. <laughs> I'm in my late 20s. Like I just want to like my ships that I like, like my shows that I like and not be fighting people over Twitter and stuff like that. Like, I just don't have the energy for that anymore. So when I see stuff like that, it just, like, turns me off completely. Yeah. You can easily, like, stop liking actors because of how the fandom is acting. Yeah. And that's really sad. It's, like, your first impression a lot of the times. Like, if you see a snippet of something that you like or watch a show and you want to learn more about the people involved in it, a lot of the times fandom is your first door to doing that. And if the fandom leaves a bad impression right out of the bat, obviously that's going to impact the way you view the ship and view how you want to be involved if you want to be involved with it. Mm. Do you guys have any particular experiences with a fandom or ship fans that turned you off? Like I hear about stuff all the time, especially like on our Discord server, we have like a gossip channel. So um, <laughs> you kind of get the like the gist of it. But I kind of I've, I've learned to stay out of it. Yeah, yeah same. Yeah, I from like I'm on Army Stan Twitter and I learned from that to just stay out of drama. So whenever I see drama on my TL, I just block people just to like, keep it up. I'm not, yeah. I'm not getting involved. Yeah. So usually my TL on Twitter is pretty just nice and just not much drama at all, luckily, because I'm too old to get involved <laughs> with that too. <laughs> yeah. I do think like being involved with fandom for a long time takes plays a part in it too. I'm also involved in the K pop fandom and before that you know, he's very active on different, like, different fandoms for different shows throughout the years. So, like, I had my point in time where I was going to go on Twitter and be, like, a keyboard warrior to fight for mm. the shows that I loved and the pairings that I loved. But I'm very much past that point in my standing life now that I just don't have the energy. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I know a lot of fans of BL are young. A lot of them are teenagers. Mm-hmm in their early 20s and you know I had that experience in fandom too where I wanted to to fight for the things that I loved and so I think that kind of makes a difference just you know being involved for a long time and going through the cycles of fandom over and over again by the time I got into BL I was just like I'm just gonna have fun here like I'm not gonna Mm -hmm. let other things ruin my experience of the things that I like and if that means not getting involved with certain fandoms or ships, then that's what I'm going to do to enjoy my time here. Mm-hmm. 
that said, I have some, I'm following some like uh, fandom accounts for Bound Prem, and that's like the broccolis they call themselves. (laughs) (laughs) That's been pretty, yeah, not, not a lot of drama happening there. But then again, Bound and Prem are pretty undramatic people. So, yeah. So that's been okay. But yeah, I can't say like I've been in like a fandom war on Twitter. So I don't really have any personal experience with it. I think we just stay away from the drama and live a simple life. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That's the way to go about it. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And I mean, we have the Discord server. So for we don't really need to go on Twitter to get information and and stuff like that. So we don't need to follow a lot of people. We just have the BL cafe to get all our information. Gives us the tea. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Undramatic. So on the line of talking about shipping, I feel like we kind of have to dive into the fan service aspect of BL and how that impacts shipping. Mm-hmm. I think being a fan, being involved in the BL fandom where basically their job is to make you think that they're in love mm. through things like fan service um, because they want to make sure the pairing is popular to make sure the pa- the show does well or the events do well. You know, there are moments where they kind of toe the line between reality and fan service. Mm. And I feel like that has an impact on how involved people are in the fandom and how people ship things. Mm-hmm. which is why, you know, there are things that toe the line between being kind of the Lulu. Mm-hmm. And I, I just think it's like a very hard line to walk in NBL. And I just thought we could discuss that for a little bit since it is a big, a big aspect of why I feel like we ship a lot of the things that we ship. Yeah. Like for me, um, all this fan service and stuff, it makes me uncomfortable. I mean, it's, I know it's part of their job and, Sometimes they even like enjoy it. It's just natural to them, but it feels so unnatural to have a couple on screen having to do all this fan service off screen when they're, they're Mm. actors. They're not supposed to be like puppets for you to like enjoy. (laughs) And it breeds like this really dangerous thought process that makes like people go after the actors loved ones like they will Mm -hmm. harass their girlfriends or families and stuff like that because yeah because the companies or whatever are kind of breeding this kind of fandom or fans that become like more on the delulu side and you see this a lot especially in k-pop like the k-pop stars can't even like have girlfriends and stuff like that because the fans will harass them. It's literally like a headline, a news headline, if an if an idol is dating someone. Mm. And it can go either really well mm-hmm. or the fandom actual, absolutely goes crazy. And yeah. I feel, I think that the dynamic in Thailand is a little bit different because it's not always as much of a news if a celebrity is dating someone. Like I think mm-hmm. a lot of the times it's kept more on the down low. Mm-hmm. And then you hear stories of the fandoms finding out about someone's girlfriend and going to harass them on Instagram or 
stuff like that. And it's just like, no wonder they keep the stuff on the down low because yeah. I wouldn't want that to happen to my significant other if I was mm-hmm. in that situation. Yeah. And you kind of have to like wonder if it has to be like this whole fan service attitude they're breeding in Thailand because you don't see the same problems in like Taiwan where like one of the main actors in was it history crossing yeah because yeah. he he has a wife right and he just got a kid yeah and no one is harassing him from what i've heard <laughs> i know so and in taiwan they don't have all these fan service meetings and like yeah so I just, I can't help but think like it's the companies that are like money hungry in Thailand mm-hmm. just yeah. doing this. And I know that a lot of the pairings, like they're friends. And mm-hmm. like you said, like sometimes they even enjoy it. Like you see a lot of them having fun with the stuff that they have to do. But mm-hmm. there's also the other side of it where, you know, sometimes I feel like they just have to take it a little bit further than even they're comfortable with. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there's been instances where, as much as I I love Maxwell, we've discussed this many times. Mm-hmm. Some of the stuff that they've had to do for fan service, like grinding on each other on stage and, mm-hmm. and doing like these yeah. performances where I'm like, I would rather just see you guys have your natural friendship. Like that's the draw for me, mm-hmm. as opposed to watching you guys like dry hump each other in front of an audience. Like that's not appealing to me. And as close as I know they are, I have to wonder if that's appealing to them either. Yeah, it's not like something you would do with your loved ones on stage yeah, in front of right? millions of people. Like, it's so unnatural. I love my best friends, but I'm not going to go dry humping them in front of millions <laughs> of people. Like, Yeah, and I wouldn't do that to my boyfriend. And I, <laughs> we've been together for eight years. No way if I would be that close to him in front of so many people. It's so unnatural and they have to perform so much and it's mm-hmm. just it has to be like mental stress on them to have mm-hmm. to do all of this yeah it's unfortunate because you know it, it's at, on the one hand like fan service culture is the reason why we get so much content from a lot of the actors and pairings we enjoy watching but at the same time you're watching it and you're like should I be enjoying, like, should I be feeding into this, like, money grab from the company as much as I am? And it's kind of like, that's a, and that's a line you have to tell as a fan and, and any fan. I'm like, it's the same way with K-pop. You know, we all love it, but we also know that a lot of those idols are severely mistreated within their companies. And it's mm-hmm. like giving money, like supporting the people we love is automatically giving money to the companies that are exploiting them. And it's kind of like, a really hard line to walk as a fan. Mm-hmm. I agree. Is there anything else we want to touch on on the topic of shipping and fandom? I can't think of anything. I think we like sort of got everything out in the open. <laughs> I don't know. Do you have anything, Coco? No, I think like I agree with what everything's been said. Like. It's okay, but things just get took too far and it's just companies after money and that's just what they say. It's just like money signs in their eyes and that's all they're interested about. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So, yeah. I mean, I love Mew Golf, but sometimes I'm just like, okay, <laughs> calm down. Yeah. 
<laughs> just chill please yeah. <laughs> like alexa said i'd rather see couples like far and bl ships just like chat have a good time mm-hmm. like without the fan service and i think that means like a lot more and shows how close like close they are better exactly. than just doing fan service mm-hmm. okay i much prefer seeing things like their natural interactions on on social media and in their like instagram stories and stuff like that as opposed to watching content that comes from like paid fan meets and that kind of stuff yeah Mm -hmm. agreed since we've gone through everything we wanted to talk about with that i thought that we could kind of at the end now talk a little bit about like our recommendations for people to watch Right now, what shows we can recommend? Oh, like currently airing? When? Like currently airing shows? Yes. Like currently oh, airing for that. this month or that are coming up right like soon. Do you guys have any? I just watched episode one of Mana of Death last night. <laughs> yeah, finally. It is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> like, they just looked at each other. Mm-hmm. And I was and like, I know Ooh. that first it look was, when, was so. Yes. Yes. I think it was when. Oh, what's he called? But is that the uh, character yeah. name? Bun. Bun. Yeah, with me in. Mm-hmm. Um, the. Oh, what's he called? The inspector. Mm-hmm. Yeah. At the bar, and he like knocks him, and he's yeah. just like, oh, sorry. <laughs> and he's just like looking after. I was like, oh my God. I was like, ah, yes. And then later on, when he's drunk and he's ki- the kiss, I was like, ah, what's yeah. going on? Chemistry is off the charts. Yes. It was like really late and I was trying so hard not to squeal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's probably my number one recommendation at the moment now, too. No surprise. At the time that, <laughs> the time that we're recording this, with the VIP, I've seen up through episode eight, and like mm-hmm. the tension just keeps getting like more and more intense between them, and the storyline is just really interesting. I mean, it's really fun to, to theorize every week and try and figure out who is involved in what and who is bad and who can That's be trusted. Yeah, episode one, so don't yeah. <laughs> like I know the whole story and I don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> yeah. They've changed so much. I know I say this every time we talk about it, but there's so much happening that like never happened in the books and never was a part of the books. But at the same time, they are sticking to like the main points of the novel so yeah it's the same but at the same time you sit there and just wonder oh is that gonna happen or what are they gonna do instead of it and yeah, yeah. it's it's so absolutely 100 percent something you should watch yeah it just like keeps you sitting on your seat on the ndsc and i love mm-hmm. things like that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and they they've done a, such a good job in kind of doing a balance between mystery and romance yeah sometimes it kind of gives you whiplash because you're like one minute they're doing this like intense dangerous thing and then mm-hmm. the next moment they're like having a really romantic interaction and it, mm-hmm. and it gives me a bit of whiplash i'm like guys we just almost got murdered but i guess we're doing this now <laughs> but like it's really fun to watch at the same time yeah that's true I can actually recommend anyone for like reading the novel. And if you don't, but like a lot of BL novels are very like 
not safe for work <laughs> kind of deal. They're very graphic, but these novels aren't. So Salmon, the author, did a really good job in like writing it. And it's still kind of, it still gives you the feeling because she insinuates things. She doesn't write them out like in detail. Yeah. She just kind of let you use your own imagination. And it's really well written. So I can recommend that. Any other shows? I think Color Rush is another big one. Yes, definitely. Um, I haven't seen right now. I think up through episode six is aired. I haven't seen five and six yet. But mm -hmm. this is the first of the Korean BOs that I've watched live. Mm -hmm. And I'm really enjoying it, watching live and kind of having that anticipation each week. Mm -hmm. I just think the plot is really interesting. The whole idea of like... Yeah, it's so different. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like monos and probes. And there's like this hint of, is he going to become weirdly obsessed with him and kidnap him? No one... And no one is going to eat anyone, okay? I'm not letting anyone get eaten unless it's good, okay? <laughs> no. And then there's the whole mystery with his mom and what happened to yeah. her. And yeah, it's, it's different. It's such a short series, but they're packing a lot of interesting plot points into it. Yeah. And they have and really good chemistry. Yeah, and without, yeah. they're not kind of rushing it either. They're kind yeah. of like giving it a nice tempo, which is good because some of the other ones had like, a, were really like slow and rushed. And yeah, this is really good. And yeah, the main cast, they have really good chemistry and it's just fun to watch. Yeah, I actually saw a live. <laughs> I think one of the actors was live and everyone was like asking him, are you gay? And he's like, just because I'm playing a, a gay character does not mean I'm mm -hmm. gay. And it was like, I was like, oh. But it's so, like, the chemistry is really good. And he used to be in, what group did he used to be in? The Boys. The boys oh, yeah. oh, The Boys, yeah. Mm. A lot of the idols have been getting on the Korean BL train, which is cool yes. to see. Yeah, I, I think that's going to help but... getting us more like full length BLs from Korea. I agree. Because idols is like, the one thing that runs the country <laughs> so so if there are more idols in it it'll, it will get more attention and like they really make them really good so mm -hmm. yeah. they deserve full-length ones yeah one day we'll make it our mm -hmm. i cannot wait to see the day we get a full-length one i know a lot of people yeah. like within the server and just in general have been saying once Korea starts making full-length BL dramas, it's over for every other country. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I just think that the production value on K-dramas is just so high, yeah. and yeah. it takes it to a whole other level. I'm really interested to see at this point how... I think it's inevitable that we'll get one eventually. Mm -hmm. So I'm just at this point, I'm like wondering how long it'll take to get there. Yeah. So Color Rush can be seen on Vicky, and Men of Death is on WeTV. The one that like I really enjoyed was like the first two episodes of the Taiwanese one. What was it called? We Best Loved. Mm -hmm. And then it's also called Number One for You. It has two titles, I think. Yes, yes, yes. You can find those you can find it with both those titles on Wii TV. Yeah. I've only seen the first episode yeah. so far, but I really liked it. And I know it mm -hmm. has history writers involved in it. I know History 3 Trapped mm -hmm. and I think some of the earlier ones. So I 
feel like it's going to be very good because I trust those writers. They've given us a lot of good stuff in the past and I'm really excited to watch the, I think it's only six episodes, but I'm excited to see them all. Yeah, me too. And I really like the main actor, like the main guy that's kind of centered around. He is adorable. Yeah, just like the way he carries himself, the way he talks, the way he pouts. Yeah. He's so adorable. And when he gets angry and it's just so cute. I was very impressed by his acting. <sighs> like there was mm-hmm. the one Loki spoiler alert, but there was the one scene mm-hmm. in the first episode where he was like crying. I was mm-hmm. very impressed by his acting in that scene. Like that was the point where I was yep. like, oh, this guy is a good actor. I'm looking forward to seeing yeah. the rest of the series with him. Yeah. And I looked at some information about him and he is half Japanese. Yeah, that's cool. So that they was incorporated pretty. it into the plot too. Mm-hmm. It's super cool. Yeah, I really like that one. Which other ones do we have? So those are the main airing ones that I'm watching. I haven't mm-hmm. touched on Tan Han Chanthi. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. <laughs> the Vietnamese. <laughs> no, the one with Pod and Cao Tung. Oh, the GMMTV okay. One. I haven't gotten to that one yet i've honestly seen a lot of mixed reviews of it so i don't know if i'm gonna end up watching it which is unfortunate because i was pretty excited for it but i haven't seen too many people Mm. really loving it so far Mm. true and that's on youtube yeah gmmt yeah it's on youtube yeah are there any other currently airing ones that you guys are keeping up with no (laughs) <laughs> I'm bad. <laughs> well, I can recommend the the Korean Wish You. It oh. was a show that finished. Yeah, and, that was good. Yeah, and they now just released the it as a movie on Netflix. Didn't it have additional footage too in the movie? Yes, twenty minutes additional. Footage. Oh my god, I didn't yeah. know that. Okay, yeah. I'll watch it again. Mm-hmm. So I from. I haven't watched it. I haven't had time to watch it yet. But from what I heard from other people who watched it was that those 20 minutes did a lot for oh, the story. That's good to know. Oh, I know what I'm doing tonight. Yeah. When I saw the story, when it was airing, I kind of felt like it went too slow. Then it went too fast and things weren't like really explained. But apparently with these 20 minutes, that uh, kind of helps. So... I'm definitely going to watch the movie version then over. That's the one of the Korean BLs I haven't gotten to yet. So I'll probably just skip mm. the series version and watch the movie version on its own. Yeah. Yeah. You should. Yeah. Definitely. And what else? In terms of what are being released in the near future? We have to talk about Kim Porsche. Like that. Yeah, we haven't recorded since or discussed the trailer since it came out on the podcast. Mm -hmm. So I feel like that trailer has just been at the top of everyone's minds since it released. And Mm -hmm. the hype for the series has just completely skyrocketed and rightfully so. Like that trailer was incredible. Yes. 100%. Like a mini episode. (laughs) Mini episode. (laughs) Yeah. It was nine minutes long, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I needed yeah. more. Like, I just need the series now, please. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
the production value, like it was just so much more than I was expecting. I mm-hmm. hadn't done much besides read the synopsis before the trailer dropped, but like after watching that trailer, I'm just like, this is definitely one of my most hyped for the near future series at the moment. That trailer is just insanely good. Yeah. And I've been spending all my time since the trailer dropped trying to fend off people from Jeff. <laughs> Don't come at my Jeff. <laughs> yeah. Well, I didn't. I was sitting in my corner with Build. Yeah. <laughs> well, Jeff is on screen for like how many seconds? And it, it was just like the best time. seconds in my life. Oh, that one <laughs> clip of him. Put it on the glasses walking. and like walking out. Yeah. It's just yeah. like, it has taken over our Discord server. Yeah, he's made for that role. Yeah. Oh like, my God, he before looks so good. he's been playing like happy go lucky people, and now he's like dark and mysterious, and he's just made for it. And he's got like a little hot <laughs> ponytail bun going. Oh, mm, it's so yeah, I love it's that. It's amazing. I love that. Ah. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, that's a good one. But we don't know when it's going to be released, which is sad. I heard rumors that we won't see it until like the end of the year. I can't wait that long. Like the main, yeah. one of the main guys, is he called Apu? Apu? Apple. Yeah. He's like Apple. such a flate on oh, Twitter. God. His Twitter <laughs> and see? Instagram are like insanely, he's so cute. And he talks in English a lot. So, like, he is interacting. He's living his best life. Mm. He's like, please, babies, talk to me. I was like, okay. If you're asking, I guess I have to. (laughs) (laughs) Since you asked so nicely. (laughs) (laughs) No, that's great. And in the beginning of February, we have some, we have a lot coming out for Valentine's. Yeah. And there's, um, there's Lovely Writer. I know the Hello Stranger movie, is that correct? Movie? Is coming. Yeah. yeah. And then mm-hmm. at the very end of January, we're finally getting Tale of Thousand Stars. Finally. Yes. Finally. After COVID delayed it for a whole year. We're finally getting it. Yeah. I'm really excited. The trailer was very pretty. It was. It was. It felt so rewarding after waiting for so long. I'm really excited for that one to start. Yeah, I really hope it lives up to the hype. No. Honestly. No. Yeah. People are just going to cry. Yeah. Do not let me down on this one. Please don't let me down, JMMTV. Yeah. yeah. Pixie to finally like Earth in a series. Yeah. <laughs> That's so true. Oh my God. Yeah, because I've been nervous about that because honestly, like, I like Earth. I like him as a person. I just don't like the shows he's been in. <laughs> oh, yeah. I am really excited for Lovely Writer, too. That's probably my most yes. anticipated that's coming I soon. I need more cow. <laughs> yeah. It's cow so much. He's beautiful. And yeah, I know they've is. been putting out some snippets of him and Up on Twitter, like doing cute little like staring contests and stuff. And I've just been eating that content up i cannot wait for the series Mm. i think this is where what we need to see cow in because he's like he's in until we meet again it was so serious and it was sad this is just gonna be like such a different role it's like a complete 180 for him yes he's like smiling Mm. and and goofing around in the trailer 
I was like, Corn could have never been this happy, even though he deserved yeah. to. <laughs> true, true. Yeah. So there are a lot more coming out too, but I think that this is a good place to end it. And we'll just talk about the other stuff in the next episode. We'd really like to hear from everyone what's your favorite ship and uh, in general, what experiences do you have with BL fandoms uh, on Twitter or other places? And we also would really love to have some support. We started a coffee account just because now that my hand is... <laughs> broken and I can't do the editing myself. It Alex needs to get his money to <laughs> to be the editor. <laughs> so <laughs> so it cost us a little bit of money and yeah, so if anyone has anything to spare that we would really really appreciate it. And yeah, that's it for us. We will talk to you guys next time. Yep. Yes. Bye. Bye. Bye.